What happens when life as you know it gets flipped upside down? How do you deal? How do you cope? I'm Captain Sandy. And I'm Leah Ray. And this is the Captain Sandy and the Leah Ray Show. We know these moments all too well, don't we, Leah? Yes. We've learned a thing or two about navigating those uncharted waters. And we're talking about how to get through the ups and downs life brings us and also shed light on the joy and grace that can be found in the hard moments. So let's learn how to do the next right thing. Welcome back to the Captain Sandy and Leah Ray show. And I personally am so excited about this episode because we have a very special guest joining us, Bronwyn from the Orange County Housewives. I am from Orange County and I just adore this woman for so many reasons that you will find out why. So Bronwyn, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so honored that you're here and to be on one of our first episodes. Yes. Thank you. I I mean, I'm so excited. Both of you, and I have said this so many times, both of you have saved my life. Like, if you ever need anything, if you need a kidney, my liver probably <laughs> needs some help. But if you need a kidney, <laughs> I am there for you. You guys saved my life. And when, you know, I needed you, you picked up the phone. So this is like the least I can do. Aw, that's so kind. Well, it was definitely meant to be because I remembered yeah. seeing you at BravoCon you know, you just, you light up a room, met your husband, Sandy's all over the place. And then we just, we connected and then you reached out and said, you know, would you mind if I talked to Sandy? And I wasn't quite sure, you know, why. And then when you talked to her right. and you guys connected on so many levels that we'll talk about in a little bit. was You were like, oh, that's why. Oh, I was so proud of you. And I'm, I think it was because Sandy was so honest about her journey. I can't remember what season it was, but she was so open and honest about her sobriety journey. And I was in this moment of, what do I do? I'm on reality TV. Can I film it? Who do I talk to? I don't trust anyone, you know? Sandy, I can call Sandy. Like, she. I just knew, wait, she's sober. I know her girlfriend. I, I have someone to reach out to. And I had, you know, those words you said to me, you had no, I, and I don't even know if you remember them, but they were the words that changed my life. You had no problem getting drunk on TV. Why are you having such a hard time getting sober? It's because of the accountability, yeah. you know, and that accountability has, you know, one day at a time kept me sober for two and a half years. Isn't, aren't you living a life beyond your wildest dreams? Not today. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's honest. Uh, today I broke up with my girlfriend. Um, my my relationship with my ex-husband just pivoted drastically. Since I talked to you 24 hours, my life has completely imploded um, to the point where my mom had to come over and take care of me. I was shaking last night. I was shaking and um, not knowing how I was going to get through the next five minutes. But what I didn't do is drink, That's, you know, yeah, and that to me is everything. Yeah. They say, don't pick up, you know, your ass falls off. Right. <laughs> I'm so sorry, though. And like, I lost both butt cheeks yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can, yeah, I can laugh at it because I don't know what else to do because I've cried enough in the last 24 hours. But like, I was really sideswiped by two very important people in my life. Um, I'd found out both of them had been lying to me about very big things. And these things came to light within hours of each other. And, um, I just was, I was not prepared for it. 
but I have a program. I have a sponsor. I have a really good support system that showed up. Um, and I can honestly think that my first go-to two and a half years ago would have been get hammered, go out, make bad choices. And it was go work out, play with your kids. I just got back from I mean, the pool with the kids all day. You know, it gives me that moment of, all right, this sucks. This too shall pass. Let it go over to the universe. What are you learning from this? What is my role in all this? Because sometimes when a lot of things are happening, I have to stop and say, where is my role? It's the world's not out to get me. So what is my role in all of this? And just to kind of take a moment and pause and sobriety is so beautiful. And it's not even always great. And that's the thing, like to answer your question, sobriety isn't always sunshine and rainbows, but it's so much better than the alternative. Yeah. And I remember talking to you even just yesterday and you said, <laughs> oh my gosh, like I just want to drink. Like I just, why does it have to be so hard? I thought when you like do the steps and go to these meetings that yes. it was going to be so easy and it's not like I'm not an addict and I don't struggle with alcoholism and stuff, but I, I've seen what it can do to people and I see how hard Sandy works at it and it's, every day being accountable in your mind. I think that's hard too, like, especially for Sandy, cause she's been sober for so long that I'm sure people are like, Oh, you've been sober for 34 years. You got this. It's easy. And it's sort of like, it's never easy. It's every, yeah. it doesn't matter how many years you have. You only have today. That's right. And I told you the other day, I wish I could take an edible. Actually, I wish I could have a glass of wine. I wish I could smoke a joint, but I can't because sometimes you just want to take the edge off, right? But taking the edge off for yeah. me takes it to a whole different level, jails and institutions and possibly death. And I know that like my yeah. life has been spared so many times and there are so many people out there that are sick and suffering. And I like to always say this years ago, this guy, Bill Stiles, I used to go in and out of detox because it was my way of staying out of jail. Cause every time I would get arrested, I'm like, I'm an alcoholic, take me to detox. So they would. And um, he said to me, Sandy, I wish AA or, you know, recovery was for people who wanted it, for people who needed it, but it's for people who want it. And he goes, but also yeah. I believe that you can lead a horse to water, but they, people say you can't make them drink, but you can kick them in the ass into the water and they get water on your, uh, in their mouth and they ultimately <laughs> drink. Right. So it's kind of like, that's how I felt when I first got into recovery. And he also taught me this. If you have a drunk horse thief and you sober him up, what do you have? A horse thief. I don't know. Wait, horse, what? Yes. Yeah. A horse thief. So <laughs> you just removed that. So now the entire person has to change. And that's what you're doing on a yeah. daily basis. And how do we do that? It's by this catastrophic stuff that happens in your life that you find out, that you get through, that you lean into your your, your peers, your support group, your sponsor, you go to a meeting, you exercise. And I had this sponsor once. She goes, okay, this is what you do. <laughs> then go to bed. The day's over. Yeah. When you wake up tomorrow, it's go to be, bed. right. Go to sleep. And so you did go it to and, sleep and you're an example of that. So you, Hey, listen, one day at a time, one minute at a time. And you did it. Isn't that so true though? Like on your worst days, cause I still have days where I, I crave a drink. I, I wish I didn't. They're few and far between, but I do. But if I can just go to bed, it's gone the next day. And there hasn't been one day that I craved a drink where I woke up the next day craving one. So if you're watching this and you're starting to get sober, 
just go to bed, take a nap. And it's true. Also, <laughs> um, do you have those dreams where you drink? Have you had those yet? And you wake up and you go, oh my God, did I relapse? I, I have, and I, they petrify me. I actually had something happen a few days ago. I was out to dinner with my mom and it's a fancy restaurant. I ordered a mocktail and they brought, and I didn't know, cocktail, took a sip and swallowed it. I started shaking. I freaked out. I was so petrified that that one sip was going to send me back. That that little beast in my brain that can't control it. Because I can't, I can control the first drink, but once I have one, it's, it's over. I can't control it. I, my mom was, she's like, I've never seen such fear in your eyes. I thought it was all over. Oh my God, this is it. Luckily I was fine. I, you know, was able to spit most of it out, drink a lot of water, but like I had that moment of fear of, I can't ever go back to living like that. I, I lived like that. I lived with that craving for the next drink that was visceral for me. It was physical. Um, and yeah, so when I have those dream, those dreams, and then you wake up in the middle of the night, and it just you have to sit up, and you're like, okay, that's not real, right? Okay, that didn't happen. And you're, you know, and being a mom too, you have six children, right? Seven. Seven children. Yes. I don't do anything in moderation. That's why I'm sober. That's why you're sober. <laughs> Keeps you really, really busy. Are they enjoying this new mom being sober? Like, have they noticed a difference in? your personality or how is it now? Um, the younger kids, they didn't really notice much because my last, this is my third time getting sober. So my last drinking thing was about 11 months. It was season. It was basically season 14. Um, I drank the whole time we were filming. They didn't grow up with that mom. Cause I was sober for seven years before that. And so I don't think it really affected them too much because I had, you know, nannies at the time I was good. I was so good at hiding it. I was really great at hiding it. Um, so I don't think the little kids noticed too much of a difference. Um, and a lot of times when I would get really hammered, we had a second apartment. You know, we had it on the show, the Love Shack. So they weren't around it. My older kids, the older three have gotten sober with me now three times. They have had the mom that was blacked out at a concert. They have had the mom that is thrown up in the back of a taxi cab with them there. They have had the mom passed out on the floor when she was watching them. So they, they have seen that Bella Rowan and Jacob have been through this. They have long-term emotional issues from this for sure. But the one thing I will say is I am so open with them. We talk about it. They know it runs in our family. None of them drink very much. Um, Bella and Rowan are old enough to drink. They don't. And Bella has a rule, which I find so smart she's like I'll only drink if it's I'm having fun I'll never drink because I'm sad so she'll go have a couple she's 22 she'll have a couple drinks out with her friends but she's like she's like I'm having a bad day I'm not gonna have a drink so it is there in their heads that this is something that runs in our family Rowan knows that she has the alcoholic tendencies because of her other issues with OCD um so she's very very careful and I didn't know you were seven years sober before like I thought you were coming in cold so I was impressed. No. So now it makes sense. Like you, the seed was planted. Once the seed's planted, you yeah. know the way out. So, wow. Okay. That makes total sense. And your yeah. mom works in addiction. Like, yeah. And that's it, how hard it is. Right? Yes. Like, yeah. So you're surrounded is. with 
you know, you're, you got a safety belt around. I am very blessed that I have the family I have. I have such a good support system. I'm like my older daughters. We've had some tough years, but my older daughters are my best friends. My mom and I are so close. My sister and I are so close. My brother, my dad, I am so lucky. That's awesome. I am so um, in awe. So how long have you been sober now? Two and a half years. So January 30th, 2020, 2020 was my sobriety date, which happened to me my 20 year wedding anniversary it was spent detoxing on a plane. Wow. Not pretty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's funny. I, and I didn't, I'd forgotten that I'd done this. Um, I filmed that first month of sobriety, like just on my iPhone talking to myself. Um, and I went back and watched it like three days ago. I found the folder and it's amazing. It's like looking at a different person. Wow. It's amazing. It's, it's, I'm, I'm glad I did. I might do something like that someday, but it was crazy to see those first hours, days of sobriety. Yeah. I mean, what a difference. You I, know, honestly, I, I wouldn't want to see myself. I'll tell you that. Like I was always in trouble and, um, it wasn't glamorous. <laughs> you're, you're pretty glamorous, right? So she I, is. I wasn't that. It wasn't glamorous. It was sad. It was sad. It was just me crying in bed. It was sad. And sobriety is so, like, we have sad days and moments, but sobriety is so beautiful. I agree. We know this. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and the best conversations, right? Leah's met all my friends. So most of my friends, well, the I'd say 90% of my friends are sober and, you know, in recovery because that's who you want to hang with because it's like-minded people. You have like-minded conversations. It's all about checking yourself. Right. So like, I love what you said. It's not about what they did. It's about how you respond and what you do. That is awesome. Yes. See how many people want to point the finger at everybody? Like that's right. like self-leadership. I talk a lot about that. I learned that there and that's awesome that you did that. Like how many years does it take people to learn that? We have this edge on life. Yeah, We do these 12 steps. They're incredible. They change lives. And if you practice them, people gravitate towards you because you're a light. You're like this beacon of happy people. I'm, you know, my soul is happy. Even in the hard times, I always say thank you because I know it's a learning curve. Yes. There are times where I wish I could smoke a joint and have a glass of wine, but on the (laughs) other side, on the flip side, I thank God I don't. I told Leah, even when we get into that fear and we start getting afraid I always look at my history. I look at my history and it's only gotten better. I may have had some dips, but it's only gotten better. And that's what's incredible. And the hope that we get um, from working this program is internal. And it permeates through our skin to other people. So I one word my sponsor asked me, she goes, first step, how did you feel? What was the word? I said, hopeless. Right. I was, I felt like a hopeless person, hopeless state of mind and body. I don't feel that way anymore. I have hope for the world. You know what I mean? I, and I wake up every morning. She wakes up good. I feel fine. Oh my God. I'm like, can I just have my coffee right now? (laughs) (laughs) I go, good morning. Okay. I don't do that. I, I do not wake up. I wake up more like Leah. I'm like coffee, coffee, what? What? (laughs) 
I have taught my kids how to make it so they can bring it to me. I, I'm just like, I bring candy coffee. I bring her cups of coffee. She does. One morning I woke up and it was there. And just I'm like, there. Yeah, yeah. She's, Leah always wakes up before me. How, how long have you guys been together now? What, uh, three and a half going on, going on year four. Going on year four. Yeah. And we, and I love your story too. I, I don't know if you, if you guys have talked about your story, but I love that like you guys met. I love that. You just said, I'm going to give up everything for this woman that I love. Like, it's such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful love story. Yeah. It is. Actually, on our, I love our first episodes, we'll share our story and how we met because we get that question asked a lot. Yeah. And um, yeah. and I love how you represent, you know, the LGBTQ community and your children and what just everything your family stands for. Um, we just, I just did a thing with my daughter earlier today about, um, what she goes through, um, in her life and anxiety. And it's just the, the openness is the beautiful thing. And that's why I love her friends because it's just raw and real. There's no pretense you, and they've lived the life they've hit rock bottom. And I think if you haven't gone through that, it's really hard to share any advice because you haven't done it. And we have the loudest laughter, like the soul, the laughter that comes out of those rooms and, yeah. Um, Pink sings a it song, is. and I always say to Leah, "I I've already seen the bottom. I have nothing to fear." I love I love all her music. I feel like her her. I listen to her music, and I'm like, "Yes, the the party's over, and this and sober." And I'm like, "Oh, I love you. I hate you." I'm like, "Oh my god!" I, re, I every song I feel it. Um, I had a mom in my neighborhood find me on Instagram and DM me, "Hi, I saw you at the pool. I have a lot of kids too. I'd love to go like take the kids to the park." And so I couldn't help it because like you, like I spend so much time at AA meetings where the conversation is real and honest. I said, okay, just so you know, I'm really bad at small talk. Is that going to be a problem? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like touch the chase. Because I've realized like even in my normal life, I'll run into a mom I don't know at the pool and within five seconds, I've gone deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what's your real story? I, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the weather and what schools and like, I don't care. Like, that's not like, how are you? How are you handling this? How is your mental? And like, either they run away from me or (laughs) I leave with a best friend, you know, like it goes two ways, but I'm like, I'm just going to be honest about this from now on. If small talk is your thing, I'm probably not the person for you. (laughs) Like if you want to have like a real conversation and expect me to like, Cause I'll put it all out there. You know, I I can't help it anymore. Like Uh, I can't pretend to be okay when I'm not. Um, and I can't, you know, when I am great, I'm, I'm great. So it's just, hi, this is who I am. If you want to have real conversations, give me a call. I love that. So uh, what do you have to say for people out there who are on the fence? Am I an addict? Am I an alcoholic? I actually spent my day to day with someone that has, was having that another mom that I know. Um, and I told, I, same thing I told everyone, one, if you think you might have a problem, you probably do. You know, it's as simple as that. If you think you have a problem, you probably do. My second piece of advice is try it. See what happens if you don't drink for a year or three months, whatever you can, you can manage and just see how you feel. Because I know for a lot of people saying I'm never going to drink again is hard. It's hard for me to say that. Be like, I'm not going to drink today and see what happens. Um, My other piece of advice, I don't know why people are so scared of AA meetings. I mean, I was too, but like just go. They're not scary. They're so fun. Mine has a smoothie bar. (laughs) Does it really? You know, like, yeah, 
yeah at the at the canyon club oh it's like it's so pretty it's beautiful um like it's not when I go it's just try it maybe you won't like it maybe you will um but i have never in my life met one person that's gotten sober and regretted it right no one like never that's i've never happened no addicts alcoholics we like to feel good that's why we made the choices we made none of us would stay sober if it felt bad period i like feeling good i love that. i like being happy would you ever consider being yeah. a leader in in a program or starting your own program aa program or open up a building or a, a space i don't know if i could open up a building or a space because I think I'm going to end up broke after this divorce. But, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out being a stay-at-home mom no. for 27 years was not the wisest choice. Um, I would love to be a sober companion. I would love to take what I do because I, on Instagram, if you, if you message me on Instagram, I will talk to you. I will video message you. I will check up and see how your first meeting went. You know, I care about your sobriety. Even if we've never met in person and you live in Scotland, I care about your sobriety. I give what I got and what I got from you, what I got from Captain Sandy, what I got from a lot of other people in my life. I give that back. So I would love to have, to be like a sober companion, a sober coach or something. Cause that's, that's what fills me up the most. I love the connection. I love sharing the message. Um, and I love that look in someone's eyes when they get sober, but no, that look when after they've stopped drinking, they get sober and you can see it, the switch that comes on when they finally get it. Yeah. Um, I, I live for that moment. I love, I love that. that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We love that. Yes. And we appreciate your time. Yes. And I want to see that. Leah, we have to go to yes. Newport beach. I, that's my home. You know, I'm from. There. Yeah. It's in Laguna. It's not in Newport. It's in Laguna. Oh, and so. it's, I was actually talking to my friend today cause she relapsed. And I said, you know what? In the beginning, just go sit down. Don't get out of the chair. There's meetings all day long. Just go and hang out. You know, you won't drink at an AMA meeting. So if you're having a bad day, just pack a snack and go. I love yeah. that. So I love that. And also our theme of this is do the next right thing. What would be your next right thing in everything you're going through? My next right thing is not to act um, out of ego or emotion. Um, I'm trying not to be reactionary. Um, I, I'm hurt. I'm, I'm hurt. The, the two people closest to me have just really truly hurt me and my my next right thing is not to act out of anger yep i'm gonna do that i'm gonna try to do that Send <laughs> you a hug. and i'm not gonna drink yeah i'm gonna i'm not gonna try i'm gonna try not to act out of anger and i'm not gonna drink today those are those are my two next right steps that's awesome that's great and we're here for you yes absolutely thank yeah. you thank i you love you guys and yeah and thanks for taking the time i know you're Appreciate you have it. seven kids you have seven kids. I have five at home. Okay. Two have moved out. So they don't, I mean, they count, but they're, they're easy now. Okay. So yeah, that's still a lot. Yeah. And the it's still a lot. Yeah. You went through what you went through and you still made the time to do this. So thank you. Thank you.
I meant it. If you guys ever need me, I will show up. I am here for you guys for the rest of my life because you. you gave me the greatest gift of all, and that was sobriety. So Ditto. thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Captain Sandy and Leah Ray Show. We are so grateful that you took the time to be with us today. Be sure to share this episode with someone that you know that needs to hear it and subscribe on any podcast platform and find us on YouTube so you can catch every conversation. That's right, Leah. Till next time. Let's do the next right thing together.